I got a lot of feedback on last week's shiv as a Hashem on the confusion that we created. But it's not really we created. The Torah created a massive confusion in the Gvula Yisa'aretz and Chazal and the Rishonim and the Achreinim try to figure out exactly um, what exactly the Gvula Yisa'aretz are. We're not going to be able to answer all the questions. In fact, we're going to very, very little, we're going to spend time on this, um, answering the questions. We are just going to say a couple of Nikudas. And Be'ezus Hashem, in the Hemshech for Yeshua, which we have to obviously get to, we will come back to the different Gevulos as we go to Yeshua giving out the land, conquering the land, giving out the land. At that point, we will delve in more to specific locations as much as we can, which will help us understand the Gevulos Aretz on a greater uh, understanding. You hear an echo? I hear an echo, no? Okay. Um, I just want to point out that a lot of the feedback I got was from people online, I don't even know who they are, from the podcast. And Lina, I will try to, those that I answered already, personally, email, but some other questions over there, over time we'll get to, Be'ezus Hashem. We're up to Perik Aleph, Pasig Gimel, and Pasig Dalad. Going through the Gvulay Sa'aretz, we gave out maps last week, I don't know if you still have the maps. We also gave out Marimakoymus for this week, that we hope to get hope to get to at some point to try to have a little bit of clarity in the Pesukim going forward. Pesuk Gimel and Dalit again. Every place where you will put your foot down in it, Lochem Nasatev, we learned that Rashi says, based on a Safri, which we'll see inside shortly, the Safri says that similarly it was said to Maishu Rabbeinu in the end of Parashas Ekev and he told it to Klai Yisrael and that gave us the concept, the idea that not only could we conquer Eretz Yisrael, but we conquer also outside Eretz Yisrael, Chutzla Eretz as well. Now there's conditions. There's conditions to be able to conquer outside Eretz Yisrael. And we'll get to those as well. But this is what the Pesach is coming to teach us. Kaf Lachem Nasatev, El Moshe. And that's besides, and that's how many of the learning, that's besides, Meha Midbar V'halavonoin Hazeh, V'adanar Agadol Nahar Puros, this is the boundaries that you must conquer. Once you conquer Pasik Dalid, then you can have Pasik Gimel. So really, as some of the Mepharshim ask, really should have said Pasik Dalid before Pasik Gimel. It should have said that these are the things you have to conquer. And after you conquer that, you can conquer Pasik Gimel's point, even Chutzlaret. Mepharshim talk about it, and Mepharshim say that that was already said in the, in, in the Mishnah Tairo, and therefore we're telling Yeshua that you can even conquer outside of Eretz we did not do Rashi and Pasuk Dalit last week because we ran out of time. So therefore, let's do Rashi on Pasuk Dalit right now. Rashi says, From this Midbar and this Levonin. So the Hazeh is going on the Midbar or it's going on the Levonin. And what is Levonin? Is Levonin as we loosely translated as Lebanon? Or is Levonin maybe something different? We know that in Parshas um, Vaschanan, Halvon and Chazal Darshan is referring to the Beis Hamikdash. Ha'har ha'tayv hazeh v'halavonin. Malabnin v'nesayim shel Yisrael. So what is halavonin? So let's see Rashi Kodesh. Me'a midbar v'halavonin hazeh. Hu midbar Kodesh midbar tzin sh'ayde edem. This is referring to midbar Kodesh. Rashi gives it another lotion. Midbar tzin sh'ayde edem. What does this mean sh'ayde edem? So really there's a big machlekes in the Rishenim where edem is located on your map. Is it what we call the Negev? Or is it what we call Jordan today? It's at the bottom right corner of Yamamelech. 
It's a machlekes rishonim, a very complicated machlekes rishonim. Where Edom is, it's negayah for this week's parasha. Parasha is Yisrach. The Yaakov went to Harseir. Edom, who Edom Adavi Ayoyim. Where is Edom? Is it the bottom of Eretz Yisrael to the left of Yama Melach, or is it to the bottom of Eretz Yisrael to the right of Yama Melach, or perhaps it's both? So this is a sugya that we're not going to get into. Definitely not at this point. Rashi says here Devar Chiddush. Right, which is the southeast corner of Eretz Yisrael. And Rashi says here four words that we're really going to have to explain. Not today, but when we get to it in Perek Dalad. Through Edom they went into Eretz Yisrael. This is a Chiddush Neuro. Because as we said, that Edom is under Yam HaMelech. We went in to Eretz Yisrael above Yam HaMelech. As we'll discuss when we get there. So this is a very Shvera Pasuk. And the Mepharsham, a very Matri on Rashi. What does Rashi mean? It's so really, Moshe Rabbeinu already asked Edom if he could go through, through your land in Parshish Chukas. Does it mean Nabrin Abatzecha means you want to go over the Yarden, or Nabrin Abatzecha means you want to go through your land? That's Machlokes and Rishayim over there in Parshish Chukas. We're going to leave it for when we get to going into Eretz Yisrael, actually crossing over. But we have to remember these four words in Rashi. As Rashi says, the Pasuk says, Moshe Rabbeinu asking for permission to enter. And how do I know it's in the southeast of Eretz This is Psukim that we saw in Parshas Mase last week. So we see from there that this is in the southeast of Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so seemingly, Rashi saying, What Rashi is trying to translate is, We are now in that desert. They are now in Midbar Kodesh, Midbar Tzin, next to Edom. That's Hazeh. Yeshua is saying, or Hashem is saying to Yeshua, the midbar that you're in right now, Rashi totally neglected to explain the title of the word Vahalavonin. What does Vahalavonin mean? Ma'am, midbar Vahalavonin Azeh. Midbar Rashi explained in a couple of lines what it means. And what does Lavonin mean? Rashi left it open. Let's continue. Vadanara Godel Mahar Puras, till the great river of the Euphrates, all the way up, Zerachbam and Adoram Mutsafrin. Says Rashi, this is the north south line on the east coast. The east coast of Eretz Yisrael, the bottom, the south, is Edom. The north is the Euphrates River. You see it on your map. We chart to show that the Euphrates River is the top of Akhlepanam, where we're supposed to get. That is Kol Eretz Achitim. Kol Eretz Achitim The Chitim were what we would call today the Golan and Syria. That's where the Chitim live. Now, I was very bothered by this because, and I see that, you know, I think you're opening up the same place I'm opening up. Nope. And Parshas Chayisaro. Ephraim Hachiti. His Yahishim Beseich Bnei Ches. Where is that? Kiris Arba. Chevroin. That's like the bottom of Eretz Yisrael. Call Eretz Hachitim. Eretz Hachitim is all the way up to the Euphrates. It bothered me very, very much. And the only one that I found that asks it so far, I'm not saying there's others that didn't ask it, I'm not saying I looked everywhere. But the one that I found that is the Radzina Rebbe and his Psil Techelis, when he tries to go through the boundaries of Eretz Yisrael, where you can find the Chilazin, He's very bothered by this kasha. And he says that the chitis split up. There was different chitis. He makes a gatsha shikotar. Maybe we'll come back to it at some point. But there was multiple chitis. You have to explain. That's what he has to say. There's seich b'nei ches. Over there, not... Al-Kapanam. He asked this kasha. For now, we'll just go with the post. Apparently, what we call today Syria, into northern Iraq, or southern Iraq, by the Euphrates River, that's Eretz Achitim. So that's... We did the whole east coast. South to north. The Ad Hayyamagadl. And from there, you now make a left turn by the Euphrates River to 
the Yam HaGadol, which is Mevoya Shemesh, where the sun sets, Yegevulchem. This will be your boundary. Says Rashi, now we discuss the length from the Euphrates River, one corner, to the Yamagada, wherever it ends up, or any of the other places. Now, what's the West Coast? The West Coast is easy. It's the Yamagada. The Pasha doesn't say that, though. So you could say, the Mavaya Shemesh Yegvulchem. Some learn, period. Now, in the trap, that doesn't work. It says, Now, I don't know, that's not the trap for Haftar. I get it. I'm just trying to bring out the point. So, is it Mavaya Shemesh Yegvulchem or is it Vada Yamagadol Mavaya Shemesh? So, they're both true, let's say. But Rashi still, the Pusik still, I'm sorry, left out what the southern boundary is. So, you could say, very simply put, from Edoim, the bottom southeast, you could say it is from the bottom southeast. Whenever you hit the, you hit the Yamagadol again. Like the Torah is giving you a right angle. The northeast line and the east-west line. And everything else that fits into that box. That, that, that would be the easy way to explain the Pesukim. Because of that, we have a Gevaldag Machlokes and Sechtas Gitten Davches. What are the boundaries of Eretz Yisrael? So everyone remembers the Sugi in Davches. Still, I think it's like the last Daf in the Winters man. Unless it's an Ibriar. Then you get to Davches. So Davches... There's a long machoikis over there, uh, exactly how far Eretz Yisrael goes. What's the west coast of Eretz Yisrael? And uh, there's a sugi of co- exactly the boundaries. Where it says, Ezu Eretz ve Ezu Chutzla Eretz. What is Eretz and what is Chutzla Eretz? So the Gemara says, Kol Shishay Feya ve Yoyred Miturei Amnon, Ulufneim. Anything that between Turei Amnon and inwards is Chutzla Eretz. I'm sorry, from Eretz Yisrael. Which means, wherever Tureh Amman is, this is a big machalik Shushan where it is, Tureh Amman, let's for argument's say, sake say, it's the, by Turkey. That corner over there by Turkey with the Yamagad, let's say Tureh Amman is there. For now. If you make, if you draw a line, a straight line down, till wherever, again, Nachal Mitzrayim is, whether it's Vadi Al-Arish or the Nilas, but if you make a straight line down, anything to the right of that line is Eretz Yisrael. Anything to the left of that line is outside. So we're just going to go with that beer. Which would be in the Yamagadl, through the Yamagadl, which would mean there would be islands in the Yamagadl, which is where it talks about over here. Islands in the Yamagadl that would have Dinei Eretzisol. Meaning when you go into the beach, when you go on the beach and into the water in Eretzisol, you didn't leave Eretzisol yet. Because there's a line, and you're definitely still in Eretzisol, halachically, in Eretzisol, still when you're in the ocean at this point. The Gemara continues. And the Gemara says... When it comes to the islands in the ocean, again, we make this rope, this imaginary line. I'm sorry, I skipped the line. Anything parallel to Eretz Yisrael. Take whichever point you want to take in Eretz Yisrael on the top. Antuchio, take the bottom point of Eretz Yisrael, keep going west till you reach the Atlantic Ocean. You're in Eretz Yisrael, which would mean Italy, it's Kedusha Eretz Yisrael. Pashat, it's west. Till you reach like Gibraltar, maybe even Spain, it's Eretz Yisrael. And after they cast, the Taisvis asks, it's Negev, the Baal HaTaisvis that's asking the question is Negev for Nyanadiyoyma for 
we're not gonna we're not gonna be married on that now. But it's a it's a one time Mishas you find this Balatesus. Who was he? A very, very controversial story. You can do your own research in your own time. If you had a different opportunity, we'll come back to him. Shaul Rabbeinu Peter, Rabbeinu Tam. You want to read it properly? Rabbeinu Peter. There was a Balatesus with the name Peter. Peter sounds like uh, from a different religion. Long story, not getting into the history of this Balatesus at this point. Fascinating story. Shaul Rabbeinu Peter, Rabbeinu Tam. The Rabbeinu Tam was asked the following question. The Bizman Azeh, Hayulis Chayul Rabbi Yehuda B'Maiser, Sha'anu B'Marav Shalat Yisrael. They lived in France. France is to the west of Eretz Yisrael. So Rabbeinu Peter asked Rabbeinu Tam, how come we don't have to? Why do we have to give Maiser? You hear this? Havamina. Germany, France. Okay, I guess it depends where Germany, depends where the line goes. But if you take Eretz Yisrael, you draw a line until the Atlantic Ocean, part of Greece, part of Italy, Spain, you would have to look give. And Rabbeinu Tam wiggles and waggles not clear exactly what the means. Veishiv, we don't pass on Kebi Hudo. Fine. That's not what he was asking. He was asking according to Kebi Hudo. So the Tam is almost like avoiding the question. Oh, we don't pass on Kebi You have to worry about it. So I'm asking, according to Kebi Hudo. In France, you have to give, you have to give Chumas and Maesters. Avokosha. Tessie says, it's Tamas Ayakasha. Kebi Hudo knew, because he's talking about a Sugim Sechaz Gitten regarding Ufana Nechta, Ufana Nechtam. It means everybody outside Eretz Yisrael was knowledgeable. Really, people in France knew about Ufana Nechta, Ufana Nechtam? People in Spain and Portugal know about this. Tesis is bothered and Tesis goes into, says Tesis as follows. Skipping to the end of Tesis. Inami ki de perish bekunfis. All you have to say, like Rashi says, the whole shekenegar at Tesol hainu kol hayam shekenegar at Tesol. Only the ocean itself. The way I be a basha. We're not talking about dry land. Sha'adayakranus. Elabinasu shebiyam agadol dafka. Only Ireland. So meaning Italy, not. But Sicily, maybe yeah. Sicily is an island in the Mediterranean. The Greek Isles, maybe, yeah. Greece, no. So if you go to Cyprus, Taco has a dinar to Saul, according to Yehuda. But if you go, because Cyprus is an island, you can see it on your map. But if you go to land, with the land mass of Europe, then not. England, maybe, yeah. It is, it, it's a Pelagic But that's how Rashi learns. And what is Makar? It's because our pasuk can say for Yeshua, Ad Hayom Agadol Mavoya Hashem Ashiyah Gevulchem Uksev Vishakes Gevulchem Yamsuf Ad Yamplishtum Midbar Ad Anor Or Pish Yamsuf Lutzad Doreim Yamplishtum Lutzad Mayrim Midbar LeMizrach Now Pras Lutzad Tafen. Our pasuk says Mavoya Hashem is where the sun sets. Where does the sun set? In the Atlantic Ocean, on the French coast. So anything on the French coast, if it's not land mass, like Belgium would have a din of Chutzlaret. But an island out there in the Mediterranean, Cyprus, Kedusha says it's all going to be hidden. Tesis is bothered and asks and talks about, but this is all because of the vague, the ambiguity in the Pasik of Ada Yamagadol Mavaya Shamash. What does that mean? The Yamagadol Mavaya Shamash? Or the Ada Yamagadol Mavaya Shamash Yukibolchem. Basically, Bamash, how you read these two words? We don't pass it like this as Rabbi Tom Dreizucha out of the Kasha. He told Rabbi Petr. But for now, just the Ha'ara in the Pesukim itself. Rebchaim Kinevsky, in his Time of the Crow on this Pesuk, writes as follows. Rebchaim Kinevsky, Kiyadua, is very busy with Kvul Setsusol, Sayin Derech Hanuno, and Sayin his other Svarim. So over here also, he writes, I'm just going to read a couple of lines. In this Pesuk, Choshev Khan Kol Arba HaGvulos. The Pesuk is talking about all four boundaries. Me'amidbar Hu Gvul Darim, the Midbar, the desert, is the southern border. 
Lebanon is the north. That's what we would understood. It's not for the Pasuk. But the problem is how you touch the word Hazeh. So if you say Midbar Hazeh, I get it. But it says Midbar Halavonah and Hazeh. We're going to have to deal with that. I'm going to skip a bunch of lines. That's the east. The Euphrates is going to be the east. Now you have to make a line down somewhere. But the Euphrates is going to be the east boundary. Very good. The Pasuk does say all four sides. says so what's the word As we pointed out in Pashas Veschanan, Rashi over there says means based on the based on the that we know now, meaning this Levonim, because one day in four hundred years with the Shem Melech Zimul Levonim, there's going to be a different Levonim. So Halavonin Azeh, the Levonin that we know of, of today. So Me'amidvar, that we know today, and Halavonin Hazeh. It's a very shikla in the Pasik, but you have to explain the Hazeh. Ulufizeh, based on this, you have to say, the order of the Gvul is Daroin, Safoin, Mizuchmayev. Right? Midbar, Levonin, Pras, Damagadol. The Torah is talking north, sorry, south, north, east, west. The Nahar Pras is not the eastern border, but who gavul tzafoin? That's the Tzafoin before this one. Also, that Pras Euphrates is not the east boundary, but the north boundary, because it's probably in the northeast. But Tzafoin has machlokes with Rashi. Do we count the Euphrates as the east or as the north? Yeshloima the halavonin kairis samach leevayardin. There seems to be another Bikas Alavonin, a valley of Lebanon in Eretzisol itself. You look later on in Perikid Bay, you see there's another area called Bikas Alavonin. Why was it called Bikas Alavonin? The Mephashim said because a lot, of, a lot of cedar trees grew there, so it was like a mini Lebanon. So therefore, it was called that. Also in Yeshua Yud Olive it says Bikis Alavonin Harchemayin Harchemayin Hu Beira Yarden etc. Vehu Gvul Mizrachi B'Zem Aduyik Bashikos Alavonin Azeh. Maybe now you can understand it. She Yeshua Amad Atz Samachloi Umay Nagvul Is Kisidrain. Maybe now the pasuk was the opposite. Maybe there's a Alavonin we're right where Yeshua is standing. So he's saying Midbar South Alavonin East. Right? Because now we're saying the Alavonin is on the east side of the Jordan. There's near somewhere near where God got, there was a place called Bikas Levonin, and God was on the other side of the Yarden. So he's doing south, east, then north, because the, the Euphrates River, and then west, he's doing the, the, the ocean, the Mediterranean. So we have two Mahalch on how you read the Pasuk. Either Yeshua is going in the order, the Abish is going in the order of south, north, east, west. Or the Abish is going in the order of south, east, north, west, going in counterclockwise motion. You learn Mavaya Shemesh, two words, and it throws off exactly, and the word Halavonin. What is Levonin? We always translate Levonin as Lebanon. Here, obviously, it's a little bit difficult to translate it as such. The Safri 
that Rashi quotes, says that we could conquer outside of Eretz Yisrael, and that would also have Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael. But there's two conditions. And the Sifri inside, just to read the words, there's two conditions, seemingly. And we touched upon this last week. And there's a big, big shiloh in how you understand it exactly. Imlulamid says the Sifri, the end of Parashas Ekev, one of the last pieces. Imlulamid al Tuchumay Eretz Yisrael, so what does it mean? Any place you conquer outside that. Maybe it means they have a right to conquer outside of Tzol before they even get into Tzol. That no, it's like the Hey Tzol Matama Begalu Lehem. Eretz Yisrael is still defiled by Avodah Zarah, and you guys are going to conquer India? That can't be. Elam shetik v'shor Eretz Yisrael tiri rishom l'kavish chutz laaretz. Hare shekavshu chutz laaretz minyan minayin shemitzus. I'm sorry. Hare shekavshu chutz laaretz minayin shemitzus nehagisham. And how do you know if you conquer chutz laaretz that there's kedusha and there's mitzvus negei even a chutz laaretz? It's a chumus amayshus. The question that we asked last week. So why did he go conquer? order. Rather, which as the Sifri continues. The Rambam, when he brings this down, and this gives us a little bit of a Pesach to understand the differences in the Gvulois, which we're just going to give a very general answer to the questions that we asked last week. The Rambam, beginning of the Shumas, Perik, Aleph, Halacha, Beis, and Gimel. Quote, the Rambam. Eretz Yisrael, who Amur B'chol Makrim, he, whenever we talk about Eretz Yisrael, is which we'll learn about and say for Yeshua. A king is going to conquer Eretz Yisrael. That's to be either a king or a shayfit or a navi. And it has to be midas rev Yisrael. Yisrael is masking to go to war. That's what we call kibushravim. And we'll learn all these examples. They decide on their own to go conquer area. Even if it was from the land that Avram was promised. Very important words in the Rambam. It means we learned Pasha Slachlacha, we saw lands that were promised to Avram, which we never ever got. So he's going to get something that was promised to Avram. Still in all, because you're a private individual, you're not representing Kaiso. And as we'll learn later on, Yeshua is giving out land before they even conquered it, some parts. Why? Because if they're going to go privately and conquer it, we'll see it's after Yeshua died, a lot of them had to go conquer it, they didn't finish yet, it's going to become a private. So therefore, once Yeshua gives it out, so it's like it was already conquered, and therefore Yeshua gave it out before his death, as we'll learn later on in the Sefer. Says the Rambam, and the lands that the Ramach conquered, 
For example, Aram Narayim Aram Tzayvav Achalav Afal Pishamel Chisrael Hu Ve'alpi Bez Nagod Lo Yaiso Einon Keret Yisrael Chaldova Ve'loi Chutzlaret Chaldova It's not like Chutzlaret Yidik Going Babel in Mitzrayim Eliyotsu Mekal Chutzlaret Ve'loyosin Keret Yisrael Lo Yigyu Yaramam says There could be an in-between stage Like a, like a, a hybrid It's not Chutzlaret It's not Eretz Yisrael The Yisrael of the answer To the questions of last week and the Raghat Shava says this clearly in Parashas Lachacha, and again in Parashas Ekev, he shows many such examples, that there's different Kedushas in different parts of the world. Eretz Yisrael itself, Esek Kedushas, and we know Mishim Sechtas Kelim, there's different levels of Kedusha. Eretz Yisrael itself has Kedushas Eretz Yisrael. But in Eretz Yisrael, there's going to be places that are going to have lower Kedusha than Yerushalayim. In Chutz Eretz, there are places that have lower Kedusha than Eretz Yisrael, but it still has some Kedusha. Aram Narayim, Aram Tzayva, I'm sorry, and Chalab, those places in Syria, which were supposed to be part of Avram Avinu's conquering, do have some Kedusha. Then there's places that are further out that don't have any Kedusha whatsoever. Evrayardin has certain Kedushas. Shalom Sechtas Chalo discusses Barichas Machlaikis and exactly what falls under what category. The Torah talks about different boundaries of Eretz Yisrael because the Torah is talking about different halachas. There's halachas regarding Kibush, there's halachas regarding Shumasamaisus. Zalach is regarding Shemitah. The Zalach is regarding Dine Harov Bezdin. The Zalach is regarding Kiddush HaChaydish and Kiddush HaShanov. And in each place, the Torah is referring to different nuances. In, and from the fact that the Torah gave, gave us different nuances and different boundaries, that teaches us that the certain halachas that are negated, specifically in one place, maybe broadly in a different place, maybe more, more specifically in different places, and therefore, without going into details, but this is how the Briskarov explained the differences. And it's brought down... In Rina Sitzchak, this is the Nakuda that he says. He says, He says as follows. I'm sorry. Sorry, for the risk of. That there is a lichbaish mechutz la'aretz, kaidim shetichbaish esa'aretz, enoi talui, kiyim bekibish shiva am melechud. Even though there's more that has to be conquered, but going outside, it's only once you did the shiva am, it's only. You not even go to places that Avraham Avinu was promised. Now, he brings down, but it's a Mephari Shirambam. Avraham says clearly, Daramelech's problem was that even though it was given to Avraham Avinu, and it's going to be ours one day, but we didn't finish conquering Shiva Amamin, if you didn't do finish Shiva Amamin, everything else is problematic. And that was, in a way, the Taino. That Moshe Rabbeinu had to make God the They wanted to make outside Eretz Yisrael Eretz Yisrael, and we know that Eva Yarden has some kedusha. Moshe Rabbeinu is getting angry at the Bnei God the Why? It's part of the Kedi Kedizi Kadmoni. It's part of the area that that Avram Avinu was promised. The answer is we didn't yet get Eretz Yisrael. What are you doing? The Archaim Hakadosh Baruch Hu asked the Pshat Moshe Rabbeinu being angry. Parashas Matos, he says, "Gam Tainas Meisus Eretz Hakadosha." They gave an answer. Al Derech Rambam. And he brings down the whole Rambam. And he brings down the Safri. And he says the point that Moshe Rabbeinu had was, I have no problem if you want this to be part of Eretz Yisrael one day. But we didn't conquer Eretz Yisrael yet. So Eva Yardin gets this quasi-status of Eretz Yisrael because Eretz Yisrael wasn't conquered yet. But once Eretz Yisrael is conquered, Eva Yardin is a problem? Absolutely not. They hurry up. They were too quick. What do you mean they were too quick? It wasn't supposed to be part of Eretz Yisrael. The answer is, it's supposed to be part of Eretz Yisrael. Not yet. Slow. We'll get there. We have to first conquer. Now, why is it that it worked like this? So, this goes back to 
the first Rashi in Chumash. You have the Rashi in Chumash. The first Rashi already gives us this whole idea in very short order. And we'll see. It's really a Chazal. Rashi, famously, the first Rashi in Chumash, Amar Eb Yitzchak, Loi Hayat Tzarech Lahaschos HaTorah Ela Mayachodesh Hazal Lachem Shehim Mitzuri Shoyinesh Hazal So the Torah Gdesha did not need to start with Bereshit Baruch. We didn't need to know all these details. We could have started Parashat Boy. These are the mitzvahs. L'chair, it's a Torah. It's halach of, it's, it's, it's halach that we need to know. Why does it start, says Rashi? Umatam Pasach Bereshit. Why? Mishum Koyach Masav Higi La'amu Yilosah Nachlas Goyim. He's Koyach Masav. His actions, the strength of his actions, HaKadosh Baruch is Lahigi La'amoy. He told it to us in Parashat Bereshit and in Sefer Bereshit. Lahasis Lahem Nachlas Goyim. It's all for the purpose to conquer it as well. Meaning Sefer Yeshua is the answer to Parshish Bereshus. Why do we learn Sefer Bereshus this year? Why did we learn it? Because we're going to get, the answer is Sefer Yeshua. Says Rashi, Who are you to come here and start conquering? No, it's all Hashem's. It's all Hashem's. As if that works. Oh, was it? I should have decided. I should have decided. No, this is a very shy Rashi. Try to explain this in the UN. Try. try. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. Baharaya, we've been trying to scream about this in the UN since 1948. And nobody really cares. Therefore, it's ours. But there's even more where you say to say a question. Who did we kick out of Eretz Yisrael? Who are we conquering? The Kanani? The Kanani, belongs to the Kanani? Umaki Tzedek, Melech Sholem, Heitzi Lechem V'yayim. Malki Tzedek is shame. Shame got Eretz Yisrael. Kanan is a son of Chum. Where does Kanan come to Eretz Yisrael? As if Kanan even owns it. It's almost, we're watching repeat in history. The people that don't really own Eretz Yisrael have Tainus and Kaisal for kicking them out of Eretz Yisrael. That, that's what happened. Kanan? Who's Kanan? What did Canaan get? Canaan got Africa. What did Canaan get? They got Mesopotamia, the Far East. They got that too. Yefes got Europe. Can you do it? Shame got Eretz Yisrael, etc. That area, the Middle East. Further east and further south is what Canaan got. Who's Canaan? It's a Rashi and Chumash by, by light. That it wasn't Canaan Yosheb Baris that the Canaanites were there. Who invited the Canaanites there? So this is a very important Yisrael. The Teres Kayanim, the Parashat Kedoshim says, "Vaniet neno lechem l'reshes Aisa." Says 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 Chazal, "Asid ani litno lechem Yerushas Olam." Eventually, I'm going to give it to you. Shemet Taimru eng lechol liton lano ela Mishal Acher. Hashem, you couldn't find a different country to give us. You have to give us the one that people want. Like couldn't find another country. No, the answer is this is always yours. Because it belongs to shame. So what were they doing till then there? Answers, Chazal, this is four words, Mamish, everything. They were there to watch the place until you get there. We needed that there should be bridges and tunnels and buildings and infrastructure. Christ all comes in there to Saul and they have to start from scratch. 
We know what happened in the 1880s when Eretz Yisrael was desolate. And the, 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 the first olam went and the second olam went. It was not much people were dying from machlis or from diseases because there was nothing there. It was desolate. Ebesha says, I'm not sending my people in Eretz Yisrael, into Eretz Yisrael when there's nothing there. I'm going to have Chum build it up. B'nei Chum. Kenan, build it up. They're there to watch it for when Klai Yisrael comes. Koyach Masav Hegila Amai. B'reishis Baro Lekim. Hashem created the world and Hashem created that Klai Yisrael should come in. Eretz Yisrael is ready. There's cities, there's marketplaces, there's reservoirs of water. Things are happening. So don't feel bad that you're kicking them out because that was part of the plan. They don't even belong there. They took it away from somebody else. No, everybody likes the part of history that nobody remembers. The Kenani also kicked out people. It wasn't theirs. Rashi says it's clearly in Chumash. That is our job. Now, this gets us to the Malbim. You have, I printed out, three Malbim Kermit's pages. First, we'll start with the Abar Benel, because it's the shortest one. The Abar Benel, says the Abar Benel on our Psukim. His hero, number one, he warned them, not to get lazy and conquer. It'll be given to them. They won't go there. And they won't make it their business to conquer. You won't get it. It's part of the condition how it has to work. Okay, nice drash. Why did Hashem start with this? Hashem tells him it's time to cross over. It's very important. I don't want you to think for a second, says the Abisha, that I'm fighting your wars. You guys are just going to go hide. No, no, no. You're going to have to do some actual wars. Trampling people, you know, Salaam. Very sadistic thing, and this is part of class, so gets very nervous. And I used to this. Going to wars to conquer and to solve, we'll see. Becomes very, very scary for class. Hashem says, the game is over. Till now, I took care of you, I fed you. And you need Tidrech Kafragalchem, and you need to do things about it. Now, you can also explain it, and this is the way the Nitziv explains it. Tidrech means, but I'm not going to totally neglect you that we're going to leave you up to, obviously. You're just going to have to do Tidrech Kafragalchem. You're going to have to do the footsteps, the motions. The rest Hashem will take care of. That's how the Nitziv explains on this passage. But if you look at the Malbim, there's a big mistake in the, in the print. I apologize because that's how, the, the, that's how it was printed. I printed exactly the way I saw it. Screenshot of the Malbum um, on Safari. There's a, a lot of typos there. And it almost doesn't make any sense. When you start reading it, you're like, I'm not sure what exactly he's talking about. So it's the first page. The Malbum says, Somehow in the Safari app, the bays and the men get swapped. So you, you have to do a lot of thinking. It's, it's not Gemala Macher. We're not talking about camels. Gvul. There's other Gvuls. It's, it's very difficult. You have to go through the whole piece to figure out that this is what you're supposed to understand. And figure out where the camels come in. It, it's terrible. If you look at, says the Malbim, if you look at some other areas, you'll see much wider boundaries. It's, it's, somebody has to send Safari a note. This is a bad mess up. 
it's, it's like basically the whole page. Because in the end of Ekev it says, and that's how it also says in the beginning of Yeshua. He learns the northern border reaches all the way to Euphrates. And yet, here they got the right word. Oh, says the Bible, very important you say. Apparently, there was different times that different areas were given because at that moment we were in, that was the gvul we needed. Will it change over time? Absolutely. So nothing is definitive forever. Even in the, even the Torah Tisha, it's very rechidish to say in the Torah Tisha that the things are not, the things are based on that time and it's not forever. But that's how we learned. Klaisal was still a very small nation. We couldn't conquer a whole area. It would be desolate. So we conquered piecemeal. And we'll learn in Savior Yeshua a lot. You see, they conquered a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little more. Why? Because Pentirba Olachachai says the Pasik says. If we're gonna conquer the if we, Hashem's gonna kick out all the nations at once, so you're gonna have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles, and we need, I don't know, like 200 miles. And right, we know. Eretz Yisrael is Dalmeis Parasa, Dalmeis Parasa. Those are the only Dafiyim we're going to come to. I think tomorrow's Daf. Eretz Yisrael is 400 Parasa by 400 Parasa. Massive. Really? Imagine sticking 400 Parasa, sticking in 2 million people. Let's give a very big estimate. 5 million people. Today, in the tiny little Eretz Yisrael, there's, I don't know what's the numbers, 8.5, 9 million people living in that country? Something along those lines. Right? That, that's the tiny little Eretz Yisrael. Imagine making Eretz Yisrael 10 times the size. Literally 10 times that size. And we went in with 5 million people. Where's everybody going? Everybody's going to get 65 acres to live on? You can't, you can't run a country like that. So the Abishah says in my album, this is built out of Chazal, and we'll see, that Hashem says, there's the big picture, and then there's what we're going to do for now, for the moment. And that's why we'll have different shiurim in the Torah, different sizes, based on that. Um, only now. And as we'll have more people. As it says in Parashat Mishpatim. Etc. Skipping two lines. Therefore, you'll have a bigger land. And he goes through exactly the Gvulam. I'm not going to go through the rest of the piece. But you can look at the piece yourself. I, I, brought, I gave it to you so you can look through the whole piece. But he goes through the boundaries if you'd like. But the Bible is saying a very important insight. The different sizes of Eretz Yisrael are based on the, the different numbers statistically that Christ Yisrael has. The more people we have, the more Eretz Yisrael we'll get. Now, we have a little Eretz Yisrael. Then, as, as we enter Eretz Yisrael, it had to become more and more. And in Eretz Hashem, obviously when Mashiach will come, we're going to have to fit in all of Christ Yisrael from history, the beginning to the end. So obviously we need a lot more land. Now you want to know how we're going to fit them all in? So there's a Mabit and the Shari Yisaitis figures out based on the size of Eretz Yisrael in his day how you can fit all the Yidin in history from Avram Avinu till his time if you like math. If you like math. And the Shari Yisaitis Perik Nun something Nun and Aleph and Beis and Gimel and Dal somewhere around there I remember exactly he goes through a mathematical equation of how many people lived from Avram Avinu till his time he lived about 450 years ago in Tzvas how many Jews Baruch he comes up with a number 
And then he figures out how big Eretz Yisrael is, and he shows exactly how you can fit everybody into Eretz Yisrael. But there's 450 years since then. Klai Yisrael, not 10 times, but maybe 20 times since then. Because the numbers that he has then, the numbers that just today alone is, is, is staggering. So we're going to have to, even if you could say that till about bits times, you can figure out how to fit them in Eretz Yisrael. And maybe I'll say maybe another 100 years, but eventually Eretz Yisrael, Klai Yisrael doubles every I don't know why. I don't want to say anything inaccurate, but think like every twenty-five years, Klai Yisrael doubles. Can I know Hashem continue like that? That's, that? that's how we. That's how we do it. So, just keep adding that. Like, how does that work? Says the Malbim. The answer is there's different shiurim in the Torah. Where it's supposed to be, there will be a time Kenny Kinesikat money will be part of it, and we will have that whole map that we gave out last week, all the way from Turkey down through Iraq, most of Jordan, if not all of Jordan, a little bit of Saudi Arabia. It won't be, it'll still be exciting to go to the UAE because that's never going to be part of it. So. so it'll still be exciting to go to the UAE. And then Syria, and a little bit back underneath all, till Egypt. Oh, fine. I will be able to fit. And we know the Navi Yishai will say that all the deserts will turn into fertile land. Says the Malbum, we understand exactly how Clarice will fit. The Malbum says this again in the next piece of the Malbum that we gave out. He says, the same Nikuda in Parashas Ekev. Kim Shomar Tishrun. Now they notified till this point, is based on Shmir Satari Ramitsis. And he also notified them the different Dragas, Bavis Hashem, Gvay Zumazu, the Mahava, Mir, Mir, etc., skipping four lines. Because that in Yavdum Ahava, Yasiku is a Tariasik Dalis. If you're Ivy Hashem, Yira, Etisol is one size. If you're Ivy Hashem, Ahava, Etisol becomes a bigger size. Shikvarbi Arti. That's going to be when we now, Amin we know when I'll touch Amin Amayev. Until Mashiach comes. We'll get Amin Amayev, and we'll even mayahava. Even mayahava means when Mashiach comes. When Mashiach comes, and we'll serve our Kaddish Baruch Hu we will get Kemi Knizi Kadmani, the last of the seven, the seven that we get. Knan, Knan, But there's also Kemi Knizi Kadmani that he was promised. That's Amin Amayev and Edom. We'll get those then. We'll get it's very difficult, the Malbim say for Yechesko, when he tries to explain the Gulasar, it's very difficult. The truth is, Hashem already prepared it even before then. Had Kaisal been worthy, they were ready to go. They would have taken that also. And that's why when, when God and Ruvain wanted sort of Amun not Amun per se, but sort of Amun Amayev, Moshe Rabbeinu had like, whoa, little, you guys are a little too ahead of the game. We have to get, one day we'll have to get to the Bnei Gad, Bnei Ruvain, We'll talk about how their Mashiach Shvatim. They live a Mashiach existence at a very high level, Ruvain and God. And that's why they want to live on that side. We discussed it briefly two years ago by Shalashidus, but we will be married on that Metz Continuing, skipping Pasuk of Gim, we'll go to Pasuk of Dalad. Kol, v'chutz mizeh, kol amokim ha-shetidach kafra agilchem, af v'chutz l'aretz l'chem yeh, rak shebezeh yesh tenai. If those will be, Those 
So we didn't make clarity, but a little bit we see there's different levels, different levels of mitzvahs, different levels of our shmiris mitzvahs, different times in history where different things will be given out over time, and therefore there's, there's going to be an expansion, so to speak, of our Yisrael. And these are all part of, of the Nakuda that Christ only to know that there's a Derech HaTeva, as the Rabbi Benel says, and that it's time to start getting used to the Derech HaTeva. And then there's going to be Lomar Lomar HaTeva, which we used to live, and the Metz one day we'll start living again. And Ayois, it's the Hanukkah. So we have to tie these Pesukim into Hanukkah. What do these Pesukim have to do with Hanukkah? So, there's a Sefer called Kedusha Slavi. I don't know Kedusha Slavi. So he wrote Kedushas. On Hanukkah, it's called Kedushas. There's a couple of Kedushas that a person has to go through in order to, underst- to get the understanding of what Hanukkah really is, according to Ablavitsa from Medichev. And there's five, five Kedushas, and then there's the Klolos Anisim. In Kedusha Shneel, I want to read a couple lines in Kedusha Slavi. This is Gesset into Hanukkah, and it's Mamish what we're talking about over here. You would think, what's Hanukkah to do with Yeshua conquering it's Israel? Listen to these words. Ever bothered you to question, why is it that there's no Megillah's Hanukkah? Why don't we have a Megillah for Hanukkah? So those that know, know there is. It's called Megillah's Antiochus. So why don't they lay near the shul? Because that would be too long. Eight days in Megillah every single day. Okay, so we'll divide it over eight days. I have a good idea. We'll take Megillah's Antiochus, divide it eight days. It's an extra five minutes, maximum a day. Why was there no institution to be Megillah's Antiochus? This is a shallow way to reshine the mask, why there's no Megillah for, for Hanukkah. So listen to what the Levites of Redditch says. This is our preparation for Hanukkah. At the Nevire, Lomo, I was going to put it on the page, but decided that this, I didn't want to. At the Nevire, Lomo lo nikva likreis Megillah's chashmenoyu banov, kumoy Megillah's esther. Why? He says as follows. Kida, you should know. Aideh ma'aseinu ha'toivim, through our good deeds, through our speech, those letters, those same letters, and those miracles, that happened during those, the days of the Ness, when we talk about it, anything that we say, that's what Chazal means, that's what Arizal means, because it comes out of Chayisol's mouth, fine. When we say it, we take the Oisius of the Megillah, and then we say it, Purim, we are tying together our words with the letters. That's in his Kedushas on Purim. The deeper Lashon Manhig. We know the Ebesher, so Stakim Arayse by Alma, specifically used the Alaves, Oisiyah's Rebbe Akiva, goes through how Kedush Baruch used the Alaves to create the world. Ve'ehem kivuam tamad behem. Ve'elu ha'Oisiyah's nikru Torah. The Oisiyah's that Hashem used is what we call Torah. Ki ba'arayse bara Kedush Baruch ha'Oilamoy. Ve'hinei, ha'Oilamoy's nivru'u, b'shvil Amay b'nei Yisrael. Reishis barulakim, lasas lamnachlas goyim, k'ayach masav hegel ha'Amoy. Why was the world created? For Klai Yisrael. Without a doubt. L'chein. 
As I Shefa, as we discussed yesterday from the Bnei Sasser, all mitzvahs say create a matzav of of chasadim in the world. And therefore, even the natural world will do the shlichus of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shall Amay Bnei Yisrael? The words of Torah that we speak, the natural world that we live in, it's the lowest of the blow, they have to do what we, what we need. It's not revealed miracles, because that's not revealed. It's all. Punk and this and punk and that and that. Nature took its course. It took 12 years, the story of Miguel's Esther. It takes us 30 minutes to lane it, 35 minutes, whatever it is. But it was, 12, it was a 12 year story. Like I discussed in other places, the Abisha fights our battles. Like it says, Hashem will fight our battles. You just have to put your foot down. You're keeping the Torah, you're keeping the world going. They can't do anything to us. They didn't do any As I Because even this that Esther invited Haman, like us, solo. She didn't do anything for Savior. Because the miracle happened without Esther also. That night already, with Haman and with Mordechai, with the whole thing, that was before the, the meal where she revealed. then we had to do something. We had to go to battle. Hanukkah is like going back before doing anything. Big words. We don't want to have to do anything. Purim. No, we have to do it. We lay in it. We do something. Hanukkah, we're telling Hashem, we want to live in existence of going back to the Midbar before Yeshua. We want to do nothing. Hanukkah is the case. It's the Geula Hasido. And therefore, all we're willing to do is dive in and say hello. Because at the moment, the women are not allowed to work. 
And according to what he's saying, it makes a lot more sense, as he explains in the Hemshech. Bekitzer, very Bekitzer, what the, the Kedusha Slavi is telling us, is that there's Purim and then there's Hanukkah. What's Purim? Purim is, we do nothing. Purim is living a life of doing nothing. I do nothing. Esther did nothing. Even what she did wasn't really doing. That is, that is, we lay in the Megillah because we have to be mechaber, the words, to the paper, etc. However, whatever that means, he's married for that. We're not going to get into that. That's what we have to do Purim. Hanukkah, we, we are going, Klayosol, in order to conquer Yisrael. And that's what Hanukkah was. Purim, we didn't conquer Yisrael. Hanukkah, we conquered Yisrael back. We kicked out the, the adversaries. Was playing itself out again. Sheva Levi stood up to the task, to, t- to the task that was needed to take back Eretz Yisrael. To take back Eretz Yisrael needs to be all day gashmis. We need to go to war. We need to battle. And Hashem tells us already in, par- in Pasuk Gimel, Kum, Bezirus, and Tzavi Yeshua, in order to conquer Eretz Yisrael, you're going to need to do things. Landing in the Gil Santiago is not going to help. You've you got to do something about it. You've got to get up and battle. And that's why, I don't, I don't want to sound too. Too idealistic in, 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 in you know in what's going on in, now in the world, but in order for us to conquer it to solve, there was always a machlekes. What do we do to conquer it to solve? The Ramam, Api Kabbalo, or or, or Api Api Niglo. The Ramam holds up. We have to go battle. We got to go fight there to get it to solve. And the and the Api Kabbalo, it's not. We say Hashem will do it. We just pick up our hands and we do. And this is always a machlekes in Klai. So what the right thing to do is the Ramban actually has a title on the Ramban. The Shikhas Mitzvah Hasei. When the Ramban goes through which mitzvahs the Ramban forgot, Mitzvah Dalit says, there's a mitzvah to conquer its soul. The Ramban totally forgot to mention there's a mitzvah to conquer its soul. There's a kima mitzvah. Chanukah, the, the matisyol of one of, will be in that mitzvah. We don't lay Mikhil Santiyachis for that. We don't, we don't, because that, we did something. When we do something, it's, we don't need to come on to going to that world. Hashem is notifying Yeshua. Hashem is notifying Yisrael. That going into Eretz Yisrael, conquering Eretz Yisrael, taking back Eretz Yisrael, fighting for Eretz Yisrael, requires action. Hashem says, when you'll be worthy, I'll be able to give you more. Right now, the Kananim are watching the land for you. And as we learned all the way in the beginning, a couple of years ago, from the Mezut Shemagid, who's your this this week, Yad Kislev, that the way we conquer Eretz Yisrael is through Limit But again, it's through Limit but we have to do something about it. And do something about it is time to get up and go to war. And as we'll see... The next psukim, we'll just start the next couple of words because that's what we're moving on to next week is Hashem starting to tell, tell Yeshua, you don't have to worry, you'll be successful. Hashem says, I'm going to be with you. The answer is because, yeah, now we're going to war. There's no more living this beautiful life of living in the midbar. Hashem's taking care of you. You need to start doing things. You need to start doing things. And from there, says the Masha, came the power that we have, that we know, that our Batei Medrash have a din of Eretz Yisrael, Adiyah Mazah, and a Shaitan Chidal, that a bias of a Talmud Chacham, where he sits and learns, has a din of Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael. It's because once we conquered Eretz Yisrael, even Chutz Arts can become Eretz Yisrael. Chutz Arts means the Bas Medrash, right here where we are now, has Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael, according to the Masha, according to the Chidal, your house where you sit and learn, according to the Hafla, the home where you host a Pesach Seder, has Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael. We're not going to get into that now. We're going to a different time, Bezal Hashem. And that's because once we conquered Eretz Yisrael, which we never did fully with Hashem, but in the time of Shlomo, we got to the closest that we can. From there, all anywhere outside Eretz Yisrael that gets conquered through Torah, through Torah specifically, has Kedusha Eretz Yisrael. And that's why when we're in a place like Rebis Madrash, we have to show Kedusha. Our homes have to be full of Kedusha also because that's a mini Eretz Yisrael. Next week, we'll start with Hashem giving Yeshua the guidance on how to talk and go ahead and conquer properly Eretz Yisrael.